When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Don McDonald. I'm actually doing the show from a place called the Martha Washington Inn in a quaint, adorable little town called Abingdon, Virginia. And now it is a not the end from of the... the 17th century that's right there behind yeah. you. All right, so we're here to talk about money, not about uh, historical events that happened in some remote place that no one else ever been to in the history of the world. So we're here to take your calls. Sorry. Eight five five nine three five. And now I got a whole week to think of more stuff too. So this is why you didn't tell me until oh, today, I, right? I knew it. This is actually correct. Yeah. I would have had much better. I knew. I knew. I knew that I was going to catch it. I'm going to blame Debbie, so we'll leave it at that. Okay. Well, speaking of Debbie, we yes. got a caller at eight five five nine three five. Talk, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. You guys are having too much fun. Okay, we'll try to keep it down from here. <laughs> well, I am calling so that you guys can give me a, help me out if I have a warm, fuzzy feel or not for our retirement. I'm going to share with you where we're currently recently, well, within the last year or so, changed over our investments to Vanguard from a place that practiced more in lots of trades to generate commissions that didn't help us. So what yay. we're currently invested, pardon me? Yeah, we were saying, yay, that's one one check in your favor right there. I know, but unfortunately, we were silly. It took too long. But where we're currently at right now is like a, approximately a 60-40 split with just between two places. The 60 is the Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Admiral, and the bond is the 40 is the Total Bond Market Index Admiral. It's approximately, and I'm going to use approximation, say like 1.2 million between the two. Should I feel good, or should we be looking at further splits? Further, how old, how I mean, old you know. are you? How old are you, Deborah? We'll never ask again. <laughs> you should never <laughs> ask a woman how old she is. I know. I said I'll never ask again. <laughs> I am in my early sixties, and my husband's a couple of years older. Well, you're a youngster, yeah, yeah. so. I'm not a youngster, like but me. I don't want to work forever, like and I me. want my, the money to last till I'm like a hundred. I think that's. I think if you're in your early sixties, you should worthy work for goal retirement. Yeah. I, so you're asking us: Is a sixty forty? You already know the two funds you mentioned are the ones we recommend. You already know that we recommend Vanguard, low cost, wide diversification. Right. You're on board with all those things. That's perfect. But when, we're only between those two. Yeah, which is, is that. Yeah, that's because between those two, you hold 8,800 stocks in the stock one, and you hold, I think it's like 5,000 bonds in the bond portfolio. So that's fine. That's fine. You've got, it's not all your eggs in one basket. You have a lot of baskets that are covered there. I'm very comfortable with that. Here's where, here's the struggle for you is, for example, are you okay losing 25 to 30% of your portfolio? In a year. In a year, knowing it's always come back. But are you okay seeing it go down by that much? 
Well, nobody, I think, is. But no, I, I realize that happens because we've, we've seen the cycle. So yes, just as long as it comes back up when I retire, so I don't have to worry well, anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. that's the second part of my question. Tom, would you guarantee that, please? <laughs> you want that in writing? Yeah, but somebody please guarantee <laughs> that. How many more years are you going to work? Um, well, obviously, okay, and then there's a part two to this question. Um, I would like to probably leave the current position like in a year and then maybe do something different. Um, Where I'm at is kind of stressful and, you know, high stress, which is fine, but it's, you know, it wouldn't be bad to leave at that, you know, in a year or so and then go into another position for a couple of years and then retire in full. And then my husband is somewhat semi-retired, but um, financially, I guess we're lucky. There's no debt. I know, but I'm asking how soon until you start pulling any of this money out. That's oh, the question. probably if her husband, not. If her husband least. is currently nearly retired, she should work for a while longer. You guys want to hang out together all the time. <laughs> and yeah, have, we've talked about that. <laughs> have you ever thought about retiring to small town Virginia? In, the, in Virginia? I, just there's stop. some real opportunities there, I guess. <laughs> you know what? It actually sounds interesting. I've all never right, been yeah. there. But um, so I'm going to say we probably wouldn't draw from this for like, Say that's five years, but then let me let me follow that up with. There's a second investment in um, TSP that has maybe five hundred sixty thousand in it. How's that invested? So it's not nearly as big, and it's more and it's split between. I think it's like C and S and lifestyle twenty twenty thirty forty and fifty. So it might be something moderately in where you have a lot in bonds as well there too. Go ahead, Don. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds it's about, it's about the same mix. And I would say for your time frame, uh, if you have the right risk attitude and if this these are the kinds of returns you need to have the money you need to be comfortable for those many, many years, you still have the time. I think you're doing the right thing. You have massively diversified investments. Even though you have a couple of funds, they're massively Tom diversified. Are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. <laughs> so they, they, Don informed me what? they have a set of encyclopedias there at the library there that were donated by Thomas Jefferson. That was so thoughtful of him, by the way. <laughs> you might want to update that. There's been a few things that have happened in the last, say, 200 years or so. A couple things. Those, but I'm just saying, <laughs> so very kind, very kind of them to do that. I don't think Jefferson ever came down this far south. <laughs> he would have been lost for about three years had yeah. he done that. This was the, you know, this was this was the woods. Yeah, I don't know how to say this nicely, but it is still the woods. The woods. It is outside of town. Yeah, it's <laughs> what town? <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Abington. Right, no, the no, one no. you can't outside figure of out what how to town when you pronounce. Pern- anyway, let leave it there. So we got we got bigger yeah. things to deal with. Check here. it out. Go online and check it out. The, the Martha Washington. Washington Inn is really cool. It's, I mean, it's got this gorgeous hotel, so it can't be that. But bad. it has the bat. This is this is this is where they put the the uh, witches to death, right? Back in the the witch trials. Okay, we talked about this last hour. No, okay. That was Massachusetts. Oh, that okay. was all right. The, Ab- wasn't that Abington or Abbey Vale or Abbey the whatever? The Virginians were way too sophisticated oh, for yeah. that. Oh yeah. All right, leaving it at that. Yeah. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our number. Stop it. Sorry. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. We're gonna go talk to Justin instead of Tom. Good Justin, idea. welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey guys, thanks hey. for all you do. Uh, you got a great show. Thank you. Uh, I got a 
And of course, send dollar cost averaging. Uh, so I, we put money in my wife's IRA, my Roth IRA, the kids' 529 plans, our brokerage account. We do that once a month. Is there any advantage to splitting that investment in half and just doing it every two weeks, or am I not going to see any, the needle move any? The reality is as fa- that's a great question. Dollar cost averaging is so. What you're saying? Would you make more if you sort of had different prices? Is that what you're asking? Is- is there any advantage to doing that? Yeah, make more. Yeah, the, yeah. no, because the, Don pointed this out last hour. The market has a general upward movement to it. And by the way, it's more month over month. Day by day, it's about 51% of the days are up, 49% are down. So we all feel like, well, it could be different tomorrow. It, it is. But month over month, it's like 65% of the months are up, 75% of the year. So there's been a lot of work, a lot of studies done about whether or not it makes sense to dollar cost average. And the reality is... No, you should just put the money in because you'll make more doing it that way, Don. But the thing that the thing I like the we dollar cost earn. You get a paycheck every month or every two weeks, and you should invest when you get that paycheck. That's what what that's the only advantage I can see to dollar cost averaging is not holding on to the money. It's always putting it in when it comes in. I think you were saying I have the money, but I'm waiting. Is that what I heard? Yeah, I don't oh, want. I don't right. like yeah, that. So I get, I get, I get paid every two weeks, and yeah. uh, but I only, I only deposit the money once a month. Well, some of that would depend on if there's transaction fees involved in buying those various investments. That's something to consider as well. Yeah. Nope. I, uh, I'm a, I'm a a believer like you are. I, uh, you know, have low cost everything. So that's not a concern. I would go ahead when I have the money, put it in. Yep. Exactly. As you earn it, invest it. You don't hold on to it for a couple of weeks because the market is going to go up. It, it has at least gone up more than it's gone down. So the odds are it's going to go up more than it goes down. So therefore, putting it in when you get it is better than waiting because the odds are that it's likely to be slightly higher because you waited. Yeah, thank you. Once in a while, it won't be, but I'm just yeah. talking about the long odds. Thanks for your call. Uh, and you mentioned, uh, by the way, Justin, thanks again for uh, uh, you mentioned the 529 plan, which is an educational savings vehicle. New survey out. I find this fascinating because we're kind of in the people are thinking about it now, right? Because graduations, that kind of thing, all the pomp and circumstance. Survey of a thousand adults in April commissioned by Edward Jones. Is he a research outfit? I don't oh, know. I've heard of them. Okay. Sixty-seven uh, percent of the respondents said they didn't know anything about the 529. The 529, I think, is the best That's... option for college savings. Here's why. You you can now put the money in programs, and we recommend Utah, that are very, very inexpensive. You can put them in age-based programs. So in other words, if the child is two, it's going to be 100% in stocks. By the time that child gets close to college, there's going to be quite a few bonds in there because if you have to draw on the money, you want to have some stability. Part three, the money that you put the money in, it grows. You take it out tax-free for any educational expense. That is completely different than just opening an account for a young person, putting the money in, having it grow, and taking it out. You're to pay tax on that. I never have quite understood why people stick with that when you can do it in a 529. It's a far better way to go. I think Ed Jones hit the nail on the head. People don't know. 
I think they're right. not heavily advertised no, or not, promoted because, because there's not a lot of money in them, right? I mean, there's shocking, no money in it. Yeah, but you're, there are still products out there. I think states still offer them with commissions. States still offer them with high expense mutual funds. There are a lot of those, but there's some really great. I think I mentioned Utah. Your neighbor, your new neighbor, West Virginia, has got a pretty good plan. You could run over there. Yep, right across the border. Uh, Nebraska, I think. Drive uses, up right up 19. You could see it from your window. Uh, Nebraska's got a pretty good program <laughs> with Vanguard. But we would recommend, again, if you had to pick one, we would say go to Utah, use the age-based program. I think it's smartselect.org, yep. something like that, Smart Select. And it, it, you don't. And they have an anything. easy website. Yeah, it, and literally you can, and you put the money in, it grows, money comes out, give it to the kid to pay for tuition, for anything education-related, uh, rooms, et cetera. And it's, I just think it's, you. more people should know about this. It's a terrific, oh, and the other part is they changed changed the rules a couple of years ago. You can actually start taking the money out and paying for educational expenses prior to college as well. So if you had a lump sum and you put that in and it grew and then the child was in some ex- overly expensive private school, uh, what child would do that? But anyway, um, huh. how many imagine. parents would do that? Hard I mean, really, so expensive. <laughs> but, I wouldn't. I know you're smarter than I am. But then you can take the money out and pay for the kid's education right then. So there's a lot of advantages. You should know about the 529. You really should. And and by the way, it can pay for what is my new favorite thing, I think, for the vast majority of, co- of high school graduates in America, trade schools. Learn to trade More. the markets? Kids should know. Oh, electricians, oh, carpenters, okay. right. plumbers, trading stocks, or markets, or futures. Or this country needs more trade schools for kids coming out of high school, and it can be used for that. Yeah, um, it's really because there are a lot of kids advantages. going to college and spending a lot of money and not coming out with any and skill. borrowing a lot to go there. I mean, this is mm-hmm. the other huge crisis. I think is all of these humongous loans. And that's another reason for parents to really consider these 529s when kids are young, mm-hmm. too. Uh, and and also, don't you don't need to always send your kids to the most prestigious school. If you have enough money to send them to a state school in your 529, don't get the kid and into I, debt. That's, I don't have to worry. I already wrote the check to USC, so my daughter's already going there. Optimum. Wait, are you sure that was USC? Wasn't that one? Wasn't that some guy who said he'd get her on the rowing team no, or something? Yeah, yeah, that's right. She got to learn to be the coxswain or something. She can yell like anybody. Stroke, stroke, stroke. You're, right? You're, no. Okay. Yeah. Your, your daughter can yell. What a surprise! <laughs> <laughs> we got to plan ahead. Eight five five nine three. Okay, I probably <laughs> shouldn't be making jokes since they're still prosecuting this right now. So sorry, but uh, plus your daughter's probably listening. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. We're talking about your life, your money. It's truly important and it's uh, uh, probably the most important topic you deal with at any point in time. We'll help you out with almost anything and it's free. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information. TalkingRealMoney.com Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 
so easy to get answers to your financial questions. You can call during the show on Saturdays between 3 and 5 Eastern, noon to 2 Pacific at 855-935-TALK. And if you call the live show, you actually get a copy of my book, Financial Physics Signed. Or you can call anytime and leave your question, and we'll answer it on the podcast that we do every day. And at you're 855-935-8255. You're kind of whispering today because you're in a library. Is that what it is? Because you're kind of, you're not as... I am. I'm in a library, and the librarian was over there going, no, the librarian's right behind you, or that's the ghost of Martha Washington. I don't know which one. She's right there. I wouldn't back up if I were you. Gosh, you know, she looks vaguely like Debbie McDonald. She but... probably stormed in off the creeper trail, so watch carefully. <laughs> I, I, would, I would be very careful what I said yeah. next. Okay, I have a consumer yeah. alert. Oh, that's right. You did want I to do. talk about this. Yeah, this is no, serious No, I have business. some. This is really important. Yeah, serious money. What, what are you showing me? Oh, she shouldn't. Never mind. Um, yeah, this is really. Uh, we were. Where were we, Debbie? When we were, we got the actual paper, the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, you know it? what that looks like, right? Um, the hospital. Huh? The hospital. Oh yeah, yeah. We were at a hos- at the hospital for my oscopies. Yeah, right. Yeah. My oscopies or whatever. Sakes. And they had a copy of the local paper, which I never read. The paper. It's so bad. The paper is. Do you know what papers are full of? Ads. Yeah. That's lots how they lots pay for the, ads. that other part, the journalism. There was one ad in there, though, from something. It was like First Guarantee Corporation offering six-month CDs yielding more than 4%. Well, wait a minute. Isn't there a guy FDIC in federal prison insured. that did that? What's in this, Stanford or something? Alan Stanford. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, this, I was wondering what the catch was there has to be a catch because i go to bankrate.com and i see that the highest six month cd is like 2.6 percent so how are they getting four percent cds uh let's there's you, a word for that it starts with a p i think and you take a certain amount no nope, it's not a ponzi it's oh, okay. not a ponzi scheme hmm. no the fdic actually published an alert about these companies they put the FDIC logo in their ads, and they do act as a CD broker because you you can buy and sell CDs on a secondary market. Sure. Yeah. So they'll go out and find CDs, but they tell people, well, right now, finding a 4% CD is a little tough, but, uh... but we have these other investments oh, that are just as safe. Going to juice it up. And they give you the return of the stock market. That- Without any risk. Uh, didn't I already? There's another name for this. Yes, I've heard of it. And I'm not even going to say Equity indexed it. annuities. Yeah, okay, I wasn't going to say it, so. Okay, because here's a direct quote from the from the FDIC. An offer of a very high interest rate, and of course they use wiggle words, uh, an offer of a very high interest rate may be a lure to promote the sale of non-insured products says the FDIC. Some non-bank companies using the FDIC logo are and are using the FDIC logo in good name to draw customers in the door for a bank CD, but they're going to try and lock them into another investment that may not be in the client's best interests. What does that sound like? Most of this stupid industry we're in. Yeah, so again, it gets back. David Booth wrote about this earlier uh, this week and what he said after the market. He said, I love this quote. He said... David Booth runs uh, dimensional funds. He said much of the financial services industry is geared toward making people believe they can avoid uncertainty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. That's what it's all it's about. Either, right? it, it, because as an investor, we, we have two emotions tugging, really just two emotions tugging at us. We've got the greed. 
So there are those who use the big numbers, like the uh, the story we talked about with with Woodbridge, where you get eight percent guaranteed on your uh, money, or they so that you, there's the greed, or they tell you that that they can eliminate the fear. Yeah, one of the they other. can get rid of that scary. A lot of money. Yeah. So, uh, so you're and not. The reality is they a, can't do either. Don't buy a CD at four percent. Is what you're saying. No, I'm saying there aren't any CDs oh, at four percent. Okay. I, th- I thought that was the better answer, but <laughs> yeah, there are not any CDs at four percent. Go to bankrate.com. Yeah. You want to know what yeah. the real rate is? Go to bankrate.com and give us a call at eight five five nine three five talk eight five five nine three five eight two five five. There's still a lot of time. We won't want to answer your questions because they're important to you. Got it? Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Welcome back to Talking Real Money. Our telephone number, 855-935-TALK. That's 855-935-8255. I'm Tom Cock, Don McDonald over there. We've had questions on everything from currency hedging. That's getting in the weeds a little bit to the Vanguard 2 Fund portfolio that we recommend to how much you should pay for advice to dollar cost averaging, etc. Don McDonald is out on the road trying to find a home that is older than he is. <laughs> Which is uh, which has led him to he's, one of the most remote, homeless. one of the most most remote spots in Virginia. In fact, I looked; it hasn't been on a map in 150 years. So this is a very remote location. Apparently, it was abandoned after the Civil War, and there's still a few places there to live. I guess so. Well done, sir. It's a thriving little community. Oh, pardon me. A I don't want the mayor call. Do not community. give out my cell phone to I'm, the to the city folk. Okay? I'm, I'm. Are you kidding? I'm playing this for the town council next week. <laughs> See, they're going to be picketing outside my office. Yeah, don't exactly. get down on Donville. This is this is what the rest of the country's thinking, and they're wrong. This is a cool place, okay. and the hotel is gorgeous. Right. Really, I showed you pictures out I the know, window. Yeah, the wind. Yes, out out the window. Look very nice. I'll see. Wait a minute. What'd you think of the wait, 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 here. What yeah. do you think of the this this is look at this. That's a lovely library. Yes, it is. That. Those those books, two hundred year old books that no one <laughs> nice looking gal there that's apparently watching the show, which is very kind. So yeah. anyway. Yes, I have an audience of one here I in the library. Do. She'll she'll keep you on the straight well, and narrow though. Two. I've got the dog here. Oh, side, I thought, too. okay, I thought maybe there was a, a town cat that was following you around or something. No, no, no. no. Although we did run into one of those. That we There was a there was a town at, in our bed and breakfast when we were in bed and breakfast. Surprised. The cat comes wandering in. Yeah. Hey, there's a cat. They have a lot of bed and breakfast here. Yeah, it's really, kind of a lot of place, sure. Yeah, and people come here for the shows at the Barter Theater. It's a very, look it up. It's a very famous theater. You type in Resume Speed Virginia and you'll find it. So it's, <laughs> it's Yeah, you don't want to speed very, through here. Very attractive. You don't want to speed. No, don't right. do that. Anyway. 855-935-TALKS, our number. Yeah. Give us a call. That's all I you got. You memorized the number. I'm really impressed. I didn't. I had to read it off the sheets. I did not memorize it. I have to write it down. You can't day. remember the town I'm in. I know. It's well. You'll, I, I guess I'll get to know it now. Since and people, I think people thought we were kidding around, but you're actually planning on living there if it'll work. I am if it'll yeah, work yeah, because yeah. what we were and, and again this goes back to retirement planning. One of the things I think a lot of people who are preparing for retirement think about is. Where do I want to land? Sure. Yeah. 
where where do I want to be? What do I want in a community? And Debbie and I sat down and we had long, long talks about this. For years we've talked about this. We don't want a big city. We decided we didn't want to live in a big city. Um, you we made wanted a, good a smaller choice, town. Then. <laughs> Very well. Done. You guys, you're smarter than I thought. Well done. Okay, that we checks one box. Inex- <laughs> we wanted inexpensive real estate. Yeah, because you can buy we a house a- there that's been abandoned for 150 years for next to nothing. So you did well there, too. A strong sense of community, which we have found here. Okay. A, a thriving arts community. Yeah. They've got great arts here. Terrific arts. Good restaurants. All Well-educated people. All, no, there's like 15 or 20. Oh, pardon. And I'm is not it, counting wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. them. Is it 15 or is it 20? 15 Which? to 20. Okay. <laughs> and that's not counting McDonald's oh. or Captain D's seafood. Well, did that's they not ha- counting wait, whoa, whoa. those. Do they have your chicken place there? <laughs> no, oh, I have to go down the road to have- Bristol. Is that like a three-hour drive or something? No, it's 15 minutes. Oh, okay. I was going to say. All right. So they do have that. There's a target. Wait, there's a target nine oh, miles down the Now I know you've... This is this is, this is yeah. your spot. Okay, it's good. All right. All right. <laughs> I can't hear what Debbie's saying, but it was probably good. All right. So it's got, it it's covers all the for bases the best. for your retirement. For this us. Is, okay. And, yeah. and the, one of the... Because... We've lived in places where the houses are very, and like Seattle, where housing is just very expensive. Oh, it's crazy. And yeah. going into retirement, you know, we're we're not going to go in rich because I've never been somebody who's chased money. Yeah. Um, and that's so why you're this will allow me, us. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. That's why I'm here instead of with a with a with a you know a firm that charges more. Exactly. Or sells indexed annuities. Maybe you could do that. That might be new to that community. There's an opportunity for you. No, there's an Ed Jones office down oh, the street, so, so I'm sure it's those. not. Okay, all right. Yeah, at high no. Extra we, I'm telling you, we're, I am, because it's a small town, there will be a couple of people with whom I will butt heads. Oh, yeah. You can count on it. <laughs> They are no. in for a big surprise, yeah. and they find the, Don McDonald. The Ed Jones town. brokers are going to go, wait, oh, that guy now lives here? Throw him out. Hunt him down. <laughs> 855-935-TALKS and never give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I believe in helping everybody become a better investor. That's why we offer lots of free knowledge at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money real life and real money because real money is a really big part of your real life and you're not going to get very far without it which is why we're here we need you to call us at 855-935-TALK so that we can help you muddle through what's a very confusing industry for example we talk a lot about and we've talked a lot about for decades really mutual funds yes a mutual fund is a security that holds a lot of other securities it's a basket people get confused right but it's just it's just an instrument that holds a lot of other securities in it. That's it. And you pay and, for the pleasure of holding that. And when we use the term mutual fund, we're referring to a type of fund. It's called an open-end fund. Correct. An open-end fund holds this basket of securities and they reprice the fund at the end of the trading day. They add every up everything, day. see what you got. Yep, that's right. So if you own the S&P 500, so, then Depending on what happened to that index, the value of that fund went up or down. That's it. The the opened in fund has been around for a long time since mm-hmm. the, the 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 late twenties, yeah, early thirties. Yeah, I think the first one was late twenties. 
But recently, and and recently, I mean in the last couple of decades, there's been a new type of mutual fund-ish product called exchange-traded funds, or ETFs. And we get a lot of questions as to why do you always recommend Vanguard's funds and not as often Vanguard's ETFs or ETFs in general? And the only real difference, there's just a couple of differences. Number one, an exchange-traded fund, or ETF, can be traded during the day. Right. And I don't any minute of the trading. I don't like that. John Bogle didn't like it because I don't think people should be trading. That's one thing. Then the actual way the portfolio if when you own the Vanguard five hundred mutual fund, you actually own a piece of all those stocks in the percentage they make up of the index. They got to to license. That's important. Yeah. That is an important consideration. You actually have them. With an ETF, you don't. And good news for you, Jay Inslee, if you own the Vanguard Total World, you own all of them, basically. You own 8,800 stocks. So you could say, aha, yes, I'm here. Anyway, it's a whole other thing. Picking on Jay, because we don't think he should be buying Boeing, Costco, et cetera. But you won't be the first Northwesterner to do so. The difference then is sort of how you own those securities. In an exchange-traded fund, you do not own a piece of each one of those. You own a derivative that is made up. <laughs> how would you explain it? It's You don't own it's, the stocks, though. That's the thing. No, it's, it's a deal made between market makers yeah. on Wall Street. They basically say that we will, if you want to get out, we will give you the value of this portfolio based on the current price that the market assigns to it. If you want to buy into it, then we will sell you shares at that price. It's just it's just an agreement. Yeah. It's pretty much just a piece of paper. Uh, it's not even that. It's an electronic transaction that says we promise to do this. And so far it's worked re- reasonably well because we have a massively liquid global one major exception market. of course. I think it was May of 2011. The flash it was called crash. the flash crash, right. and when they did not step in and sort of guarantee that they would pay. I mean, there was a period that was very odd, right, and made people nervous well, about them. So- well, what, why aren't why won't they do that? Well. I don't know. Well, no, because a lot of ETFs, if they went to get their money out that day, people wanted to trade out of it. They weren't getting the full value there you go. of the securities. Yeah. They weren't getting that. So what happened is the people who made the promise to give you that money sort of stepped back from that promise for a few minutes. They said, uh, until this straightens out, I don't mm. think I can promise you that. Yeah. And there was a recent article, I believe it was in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, it was in the Wall Street Journal. There is some fear among the major money center banks that because ETFs have become so massive, yeah. there are so many of them, and there are so many niche, weird Ugh. ETFs, actively managed ETFs, and ETFs that are in illiquid securities, that there could come a day of reckoning in ETFs that could really ripple through the entire exchange-traded fund market, that could affect even the big ones like VT, which is the Vanguard Total World ETF. Uh, because market makers would start to back off and people would panic sell into that vacuum. And here's another thing to think about. And you can go look at the, you can go read online yourself. Exchange traded funds have had a more difficult time tracking indexes if they're an index, if they're following VT, for example. No, that's not an index. If they're following the Van, if the Vanguard 500 index fund versus the Vanguard 500 ETF, the fund has done a better job tracking the index than the exchange traded fund. 
the mutual fund has for reasons that are not always easy to understand i think it has to do with the date the, the minute to minute trading the sort of the way they're designed slightly differently than the mutual fund but there's a lot of work out there that says they have not been able to track that index as carefully as of yet with that said though i don't want to scare everybody out of etfs no. i just want people to be aware of it because the VT is a great option for some for the VTWAX. Well, I use them in the Acorns. That's what they have, exchange-traded funds. I have an Acorns account. And if yeah. you have broadly-based index or total market products and you're patient, and you're, this is the people who are going to get burned in the next yep. flashish, crashish are not the folks who subscribe to our philosophy, which is you buy a lot, you rebalance regularly, you hang on to it until you need the money. Those people will not be, they may be affected on paper, but in reality, those markets will eventually come back into stasis and things will uh, will look like they did before. It's the traders. And those are the people who always, traders just get burned. Uh, it was funny. I was talking to the woman who was helping us with this real estate transaction. And she goes, I do a little day trading on the side. What do you think? And I went, no. She's trading. You know, she goes, well, I've done reasonably well. She's trading Stocks. some of the big firms in Virginia. I mean, like the horse tanning place. And the, <laughs> what is it? I forget. It's something from on the local exchange there. So I'm sorry. Uh, so, no, to go back and finish the thought, there is nothing... If it came down generally to using a mutual fund or an exchange-traded fund, I would rather use the mutual fund. That does not preclude. Yes. We use one exchange-traded fund for our clients, the uh, the Schwab uh, Intermediate uh, U.S. Government Bond Fund. But there's a reason. There are a couple of reasons. One, because it is so, I mean, it's in bonds. There is no spread in short intermediate bonds. They trade very close to their value all the time. They're governments. There's no credit risk there. And the fees are ridiculously well, low. And half when, of what we were paying at Vanguard. And when you're talking about fixed income, yeah. that's where fees really start to matter. I because just, I just saw somebody's bond fund from their 401k last week, short term. 70 basis points. Well, that's ridiculous because short-term bonds yield at best about 2%. Right. So now you're going to take a, take a, a, a third of it and hand it to them for running the fund. No, that, that does not make sense. Do not, own, as, do not own a bond fund for 70 basis points. That's as dumb as the right S&P 500 fund. That was 2.3, right? Because some guy called me about that yesterday. Yeah. So do you guys say it was 2. I think it was 2.3 for the Rydex 500. Yeah, or you could go own it at at Fidelity for 5 basis points, right? Or whatever it was 3. <laughs> Crazy. 5 one hundredths of 1%. Yeah. It's a big difference there. So back to where you started. I am not opposed to exchange traded funds. Again, if it came down to one or the other, generally, we would take mutual funds. By the way, you mentioned one other thing. There have been so many wacky ETFs that have come out in the last three or four years. So many crazy ideas, so many little tiny things you can invest in. Stay a long way from those, please. Actively managed, long, short, hedged products, uh, stretching for yield products, and, and, and they even have ridiculously high expense ratios, which ETFs are not supposed to have. So if there's money to be made on your back, Wall Street will figure out a way to make it. Tom and Don are talking real money.
Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. June 22nd, Tom and our own Barbara Devereaux are teaching an incredible new class that we're going to present for the very first time. It's about planning for retirement, but from almost every angle. It's called the Real Retirement Roadmap, and uh, it's going to be a big event, so a lot of seats available. And you can get your pre-sale tickets right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's TalkingRealMoney.com. Check it out. And I also, before I go, I want to thank all the good folks at the Martha Washington Inn in Abingdon, Virginia, despite Tom's kidding around. It is an incredible place. It's a beautiful place. And uh, particularly for our podcast listeners who are on the East Coast, if you're looking for a little theater vacation, you know, check out the place. It's uh, the Barter Theaters here in town. And their website is the Martha, just themartha.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.